praise Jesus like that? And, you know, we're looking at a big concert setting, you know, thousands of people gathered together. Well, brothers and sisters, that's going to be you and me if you're saved today. We're going to be in heaven with our Lord and Savior. We're going to be praising, praising Him with powerful singing, powerful music. God is all about music. He's all about praise songs. And that's what you and I are going to do. And I'm so looking forward to it, aren't you? I hope so. And, you know, I'm also looking forward to Jesus' return. We all know it's soon. We're in the last days, there's no question. I've never met a pastor in the last 10, 20 years, really, that doesn't know we're in the last days. You can see it around. You can see the immorality, the sinning, the hatred. It's rampant. God is angry. You know, we have this uh, coronavirus, COVID-19. This is just like, you know, pre-labor pains to what? The tribulation. And then the great tribulation. But the great tribulation is, is, is wrath beyond wrath. And we, brothers and sisters, if you're born again today, is not appointed to that wrath. And Jesus is going to come and take us home. Take us out of here, off this earth, before the wrath, the great tribulation hits. But brothers and sisters, though, tribulation means test. And there's some testing going on right now. And there's going to be some more testing before we get taken out of this world and the great tribulation hits. And so that's what we're going to study today. Jesus is definitely coming, brothers and sisters. I assure you in your lifetime. But things have to happen first. And that's what we're going to cover today. All right? So if you brought your Bibles or you have your Bibles, uh, please open it up to uh, the book of Luke, chapter 21. And uh, you can write the scriptures down, but I will always have the scriptures in the description. So... You can look back and find the Word of God, go over it, go over it with your family and friends to bring them to Christ if they're not saved. Get them ready before it's too late. Amen? Amen. So we're just going to read three verses out of chapter 21. It's 9, 10, and 11. And to set the stage... The apostles of uh, privately, uh, they're, they're speaking to Jesus and they're asking them, you know, what's going to happen before, uh, before you return, right, to set up his kingdom. And this is, reading from verse 9, he says, But when you hear of wars and commotions, do not be terrified, for these things must come to pass first. But the end will not come immediately. Then he said to them, Nations will arise against nations, and kingdoms against kingdoms. And there will be great earthquakes in various places, and famines, and pestilence. That's what we're having right now. And there will be fearful sights of great signs from heaven. Now, we always read two passages before I preach the word. 
through the, through the Holy Spirit. I prayed earnestly he would speak through me, put the message together for you, brothers and sisters, and that he would touch everyone that listens to the message. So now we're going to the book of Revelations, chapter 6, and we're going to read 6 through, or 1 through 8. And it reads, Now I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, I heard one of the four living creatures saying with a voice like thunder, Come and see. And I looked, and behold, a white horse. He who sat on it had a bow, and a crown was given to him. And he went out conquering and to conquer. And when he opened the second seal, I heard the second living creature saying, Come and see. Another horse, fiery red, went out, and it was granted to one who to sat on it to take peace from the earth, and that people should kill one another. And there was given to him a great sword. And when he opened the third seal, I heard the third living creature say, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a black horse. And he who sat on it had a pair of scales in his hand. And I heard a voice in the midst of the four living creatures saying, A quart of wheat for a Daenerys, three quarts of barley for a Daenerys, and do not harm the oil and the wine. Now I want to pause right here, okay? Now he's describing the price of food. Right, And we know that famine is, is one of the things to come before he comes. Starvation. But here we're talking about the price of food. Okay? The economical situation that the world is in now because of this virus is going to get worse. So don't go spending your money foolishly. Hold on to your money because you're going to need it. Okay? Prices of food is going to go up. But what I really want to point out here is, remember in Matthew it said, all these things are going to happen, but don't be troubled. If you're saved today, brothers and sisters, okay, God's going to bring some wrath on this earth, but he's going to protect his people. Because he has a time, appointed time, for you and I to be taken off this earth and to be celebrating in heaven with him, with a wedding feast, okay? So don't be troubled. If you're saved today, he's going to protect you. And this sentence tells you that, okay? He says, but do not harm the oil and the wine, okay? The wine is the new covenant. That's Jesus. That's how you're saved, through Jesus, through his sacrifice, he was the sacrificial lamb. You can't, your, your sins cannot be forgiven except for a blood sacrifice. As they did in the Old Testament with the Israelites, they had to kill an animal and sprinkle blood seven times around the altar, and that was to forgive their sins. But Jesus was the ultimate sacrifice, the ultimate, that's why he's called the lamb here. And his one-time sacrifice, which was, Horrendous. It was amazing. It was a horrible crucifixion for you and me. 
But we, our sins are forgiven because of him. And our, our sins are washed with the blood of Jesus. If what? If you believe Jesus died for your sins, came from heaven incarnated in human form to die a painful death for you and me, was buried and arose to heaven, okay? And repent, change from your sinful ways. Remember Acts 2.38, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus and you shall receive the Holy Spirit. You have to have that Holy Spirit. And if you have it, brothers and sisters, you have love in you, which is Jesus, and you're saved. And you don't have to worry about this, but this stuff is coming. What? Wars. What else? Famine. What else? Pestilence. Right? A lot of death. But here it says... Our Lord is saying, do not harm the oil. Now the oil, brothers and sisters, it represents the Holy Spirit. Amen. And what I just said to you, if you're saved today, you have the Holy Spirit in you, the love of Jesus, and you believe and you've repented. You don't have to worry because you're not going to be harmed during this time frame. Okay? All right. Praise God. Because what's coming is pretty... Pretty radical. Reading from verse 7. When he opened the fourth seal, I heard of the voice of the fourth living creature saying, Come and see. So I looked, and behold, a pale horse. And the name of him who sat on it was Death. And hell followed with him. Why do you suppose hell followed with him? Because the people that are killed are going to go to hell. And power was given to them over a fourth of the earth to kill with the sword, that's war, with hunger, famine, with death, and by the version I'm reading, uh, New King James, it says, by the beast of the earth. But before I uh, went live today, I looked up an old version before the King James, it's called the Tyndale. It's very accurate in interpreting the Greek. And the Greek is the original of the gospel. And it says, instead of beast, it says vermin. Now vermin is like fleas, mosquitoes. Now brothers and sisters, in East Asia right now, there is malaria that has no cure. Now you know that there's pills you can take to prevent you from getting malaria now. I take them when I go on my trips to Africa because malaria is rampant there. Mosquitoes, I have never gone to Africa and not came home with numerous bites. I've never gone to Africa and not met somebody who has malaria, okay? But in East Asia, they have a malaria that there's no cure. And that malaria is migrating towards Africa and elsewhere. Okay? And so that's what it's talking about here. Right? And that's just another plague that God is going to use to take people off this planet. How much? One-fourth. It says they have the power to take people out. Right? God's angels on one-fourth of the earth. 
Now you could infer that one-fourth of the earth is going to die. From what? From war? From famine? From pestilence? You understand? But what? He says, do not be troubled. Who? The Christians. The ones that believe in Yeshua. That's how you say Jesus in Hebrew. The ones that live for him. They don't have to worry. Okay? Because he has a appointed time for us to be taken out this world. And trust me on this, brothers and sisters. It's going to get bad. Okay? It's bad now. It's going to get worse. But it's nothing compared to the Great Tribulation. It's way worse. Way worse. And we will be out of here. So the message today is, brothers and sisters, first off, if you're not saved, you need to do it today. Make the mature decision and give your life to Jesus. Not part of it. He wants 100%. He wants all of us, right? He wants all your love. He's given all his love to you, right? And go and, and share this message with your loved ones you don't want your loved ones, your relatives to go in that fourth and go to hell. Or be left behind when we go and, and, and experience hell on earth. That's how I describe it when I read it. And the Holy Spirit touched me with it. And then ultimately go to hell. You understand? So do what you can to get your friends, your relatives, even strangers. We're supposed to love our neighbor as ourselves. Now, I'm going to give you a little, God does not need justification for what he does. Amen? He's the potter, we're the clay, he can do what he wants, he builds up, he tears down, he gives, he takes away. We can't question it. But I'm going to give you some justification, alright? A few months ago, I think it was around, actually, January of this year, a petition went around to sign, and I signed it, to keep Netflix from producing a show. I think it was coming from Brazil, but I'm not sure. But you can look it up. I invite you to Google it. They were going to make a program, a comedy of Jesus being gay, homosexual. Yeah. Can you imagine? What do you think God Almighty, who sent his son to die for all the people, not just you and me, everyone on this planet, and they're going to make a mockery of God and Jesus? They're going to disrespect his only begotten son who died for them? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, is he going to take people out? Absolutely. And if they disrespect God and die early, let them. But I'm not telling you not to preach to them, not to share the word, not to try to save them before this happens, before the earthquake hits and takes them out. You know what? Uh, earthquake are here on this block and take every house on this block, but leave this house. Why? Because God can do anything. Remember in Egypt, right? When God took the firstborn, if they had the blood around the door, the angel of death missed that house, did not take the firstborn. With bro brothers and sisters, if you got Jesus in your heart, you got Jesus' heart, or, and you have, you, have, you have your heart, but you have Jesus inside of you with the Holy Spirit, and that's the blood of Jesus surrounding your heart, your soul, 
because your soul is in your heart. And that angel of death is going to leave you alone and protect you. Because we read in Matthew, and in Luke, it's found in Matthew 24 and Luke in 21. Okay, when he describes this, do not be troubled, right? Because what? They're not going to harm the oil and the new wine. They're not going to harm you and me. So you be comforted, all right? Do what you can to bring your brothers, your sisters, your strangers, bring them to Christ before it's too late. Because, and I'm telling you right now, if you're not saved, if you become the prodigal son or daughter, come back to Jesus because you don't want to wait. It will be too late. So if you want to, to give your life to Jesus or recommit your life to Jesus, bow your heads down and repeat after me. Dear Heavenly Father, we humbly come before your throne. We thank you for sending your son to die on the cross for our sins, to be buried and arise. We ask you to forgive us for our sins. Please forgive me for the sins that I've done and the sins that I have done that I don't know what they are. Please wash me with the blood of Jesus and seal me for the day of redemption. And write my name in the book of life. And your will always be done, not mine. And I pray this in the precious name of Yeshua, Jesus. Amen. Amen, brothers and sisters. So if you said that prayer, Remember Acts 2.38, repent and you shall receive the Holy Spirit. So now you've made an oath to the Lord, you want back in or you want in. Change from your sinful ways. Get rid of any evil company. Get rid of anything that causes you to sin and live for Him. And when He fills you with the Holy Spirit because you've repented worthy to receive it, you will get better and better. The only way to beat the devil is with the Holy Spirit and you can and you will get better and better. And the better you get to obedience to the Lord, the closer you will get to Him. You have to better yourself in grace by living for Him with all of you, with all of your love, brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen.